Not sure if Ed Feathers is sliding, but what he is doing is sailing. And he joins us now here on Sports Breakfast to preview this afternoon's show from one o'clock on replay again tonight after the football fix at eight. Hello, Ed. Morning, Jacob. Morning, Wayne. Nice to be speaking to you on this uh, this Thursday morning. A beautiful morning it is too. Very conducive for sailing. Let's start uh, with what you've got for us. What's happening this week in the world of in the sport of sailing? Last week, the Australian Sail GP team were awarded World Sailing's 2022 Sailing Team of the Year. And as we've talked about before, Western Australian Ben Durham is the coach of that team. So this award was a, a really big moment in his sailing career, I think. Local girl Rosie Rao was amongst the crew that won the Australian Women's Match Racing Championships in Sydney last weekend. And that win qualifies those girls to sail in the World Women's Match Racing Championships coming up in Auckland in a week's time. Sail GP comes around again next weekend in Dubai and I've uh, been watching the Spanish who've been working hard on improving their chances and, and the Americans, I think, who are keen to build now on the momentum of their form at the last event in Cadiz. Very friendly times once again for us uh, spectators here in Perth, 8pm to 9.30pm, 12th and 13th of November next weekend. Ed, you mentioned uh, the name Ben Durham there, West Australian, uh, tied up with the GP. So what, what's the backstory with him? You know, Wayne, this kid started out at uh, Christchurch with the sailing. They have a sailing program down there at the school. And I think a lot of the schools now do sailing as one of their sports. And uh, they certainly have a very good program down at Christchurch. And then he did his first America's Cup in Auckland in the Young Australia campaign in the year 2000. Um, then in 2003, he sailed on the One World Campaign for American Telephone, Billy Nav, Craig McCaw. And then in 2007, at the America's Cup in Valencia, then that was with Luna Rossa back by Prada. And then in 2013, again on the Falling Cats in San Francisco. So like he's done like four America's Cups quite young in his in his life and he sailed on the CP52 and the RC44 circuit and now he coaches the Australian GP team and the good thing about Ben Wayne is that he lives here in Perth and when he comes back he contributes so much to not only coaching young West Australian sales but coaching the coaches that coach the young West Australian sales. so he's giving back to the sport that he's been successful in we love that that we do absolutely hey what's coming up on let's go sailing this afternoon uh, during October, Western Australian sailors Camo and Susan Gent won the World Hobie 16 Championships in Spain. 450 athletes odd in that event, 225 teams, 22 countries, plenty of sailors, and so it was a big win for Cam and Susie. Uh, very fortunately, Cam's coming in to chat with me on the Let's Go Sailing this afternoon on how they did it, the quality of the opposition, how long they planned their assault on the trophies, all that sort of stuff. And, and where they train here in WA, the fleet of Hobies are down at Netherlands. And every time you go past there these days, those fleet of Technicolor sales on the Hobies seem to grow. Um, and that's where that proposed new venue for a training centre is going to be. So I'd like to check in with Cam and maybe talk with him about how that facility in the future might help with that new WA sailing champions, particularly amongst the sort of catamaran fleet. We talk a lot about the monohulls, but the catamarans are big in sailing as well, so he'll, he'll, he'll know what's going on with all of that. Now, Ed, I've got a question for you, and it comes second-hand from Peter Clough. Uh, we'll talk to Ashram in a moment, who knows his stuff as well, but you spend plenty of time on the water and on boats. What's the best type of radio to have when you're out on the water for your, for your boat? Look, Jacob, the most important thing about a marine radio is that it works. <laughs> and uh, th- there are 
many different radios that you can have, but uh, it's often not about the radio, and Ash will probably tell you that as well. It's about the people that can receive the radio. So if you're in a yacht and you're a long way offshore, uh, you've got to be able to communicate with onshore bases. So when we run ocean races sometimes, we have to send uh, somebody out in a van to go around to, say, Cape Naturalist if they're doing an Albany race to make sure that you can pick up on the radio. So, um, uh, But if you're sailing in a round-the-world race, then there's a different sort of program and radios that you need. Uh, and uh, often these days people are now talking about using a satellite phone mm. out of the long distance. So that's a, a good way of communicating, more reliable. So there's a bit of a debate that goes on about all of that. So your radio could be top-notch, but if they can't receive it, you can't get the message in. So those rescue stations that are scattered around the coast, I think, I think they're a very big part of the picture. Yeah, point taken. I'll pass it on to, uh, to Cloffy. Thanks for your time as always, Ed. We'll hear you after 1 o'clock today on Let's Go Sailing. Yeah, good on you guys. Ta-da. Ed Feathers joining us. Dr Ed Feathers, host of Let's Go Sailing here on Sport FM 96.9.